Before we jump into today's episode, I want to make sure that you know about my eight weeks to reset your metabolism. Do you know about it yet? If not, head over to my website, kellytyan.com, K-E-L-L-E-Y-T-Y-A-N.com and check it out, especially if you have been struggling with your weight and not knowing what to eat or how to eat. There's so many diets out there and this program is for those that want to try different eating styles and methods week by week along with my famous workouts and just learn how to reset your metabolism. I'd love to take you on this journey with me. I recently uploaded the program so you can start now. That's all it takes is you to check it out. If you have any questions, let me know. But let's reset that metabolism so you can live your healthiest and best life and not worry about what to eat because you will know what works for you in your own body type by the end of the program. I'd love to see you there. I hope to hear from you soon. My name is Kelly Tyen and welcome to Addicted to the Climb. Hey guys, welcome to the show. You are going to learn how I overcome adversity, hear from people just like you that have faced challenges and still keep climbing. Are you ready to elevate your life and choose your path? Let's do it together. Are you ready? Let's go. All right, my friends, we are back with another incredible episode of Getting Addicted to Climbing Higher in Life. Are you guys feeling that way right now? I know it's summertime, but are you climbing in some direction upward, hopefully, right now? Or maybe you're coming off a vacation like I just did and just regrouping as we speak. I want you to know something. Life is such an awesome journey and we're filled with so many different seasons as and as an entrepreneur myself staying motivated is really how i have to keep myself moving forward and as hard as that can be sometimes it's a practice and today this is a topic i really want to talk about and i also want to bring in what wellness means to you especially if you are a woman over 40 because i know a lot of my listeners are over 40 we're all striving to stay addicted to climbing higher so this is going to be a really fun episode so stay tuned and get ready for some good note taking well today i have a new friend i'm bringing on her name is Alyssa figgins she is the founder of firmly planted wellness and host of the new podcast called Repurposed After 40. As a repurposed educator, she teaches women in this stage of life to rethink their priorities of growth and wellness and purpose to create a life that you love. She discovered her passion when she found herself frustrated, unfulfilled, and fading, facing a new stage in life, and decided to be intentional about her health and life to make a bigger impact. Since then, She has taken hundreds of women on this journey, and it's her mission to help others live repurposed too. Lissa loves reading and running, healthy living and mentoring, hiking and organizing, leading and exploring, learning and teaching, and lots of Jesus. I love that. She also loves dark chocolate and real conversations over a cup of detox tea. So I'm so excited to bring you on today and welcome to the show, Lissa. 
Thank you so much, Kelly. I feel like we are sisters that have been separated and just found each other. So this is always so much fun. It is. It's so incredible. And that's, again, why I love social media and the people that you can meet. And you, like you said, we have so much in common. And if it wasn't for social media, and I know so so many people have negatives and positive about it, but this is a real opportunity to meet people that you attract and are attracted to. So I am. I'm very excited to have this conversation with you. We're such on the same page. But before we dive in, I want to ask you a few fun questions. I love starting my show with just a few okay. things to get to know you a little bit. Just quick answers. So the first one is, are you reading a favorite? Do you have a favorite book right now? Well, I just um, got a new book in the mail that I started uh, called Atomic Habits. Um, and I had started it before from the library, but then of course I was diving in. I like to take my time and somebody had requested it. So I had to return it. So all that to say, it just arrived yesterday. So I'm super excited to go back to the beginning, right? And get started with that one again. Have I love you read that? that. No, I haven't. And that is a book that keeps popping up in my life. Yes. So you know yes, what? That's why I finally was like, I need to get this again because I kept yes. seeing it. Thank you for sharing that Thank because, you. oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I'm going to order that on Amazon today. <laughs> right? Yes. Okay. What is your favorite meal? Oh gosh. Uh, salmon. Absolutely love salmon with a good salad and maybe some like grilled asparagus with some olive oil drizzle. Oh girl, you're so healthy. My gosh. I thought you would say like Italian, like me. <laughs> okay. Salmon, my daughter's favorite. Personally, I cannot do it at all. I don't know something about, I can eat it raw in sushi, but I cannot, I've tried it five different ways. I, it, I just can't do it. I don't know why. And I wish I could because it is super healthy. So I think fit is one of those things you can go either way, you know, yeah. and if you like it, you like it, you don't. You exactly. Don't. Exactly. Okay. Next. What is the last thing you do at night before bed? Last thing I do at night. Um, let's see. Uh, definitely some good skincare. You know, so doing some good skincare and then I've got curls. So I put all my hair up in a big top knot. <laughs> it looks kind of fun, funny, but that's what keeps my curls going. So yeah, some good self-care right at the, at the, um, at the end of the day. I love it. That's perfect. I, what about a morning routine? Do you wake up and have the same thing that you do over and over? Yeah. Yes, for sure. It involves a little bit of exercise first because I've got to get the blood flowing and, you know, get my mind awake and then some quiet time, you know, reading my Bible and praying and reading a great book like Atomic Habits, mm -hmm. Affirmations, you know, looking at what my goals and priorities are for the day. And, you know, then of course, fueling well with a really healthy breakfast. You know, I'm a big girl when it comes to that morning routine, for sure. Mm -hmm. Same. I am the same. I love it. I need a routine. I'm a little off right now because of summer, but typically I'm routine every single morning. Same thing gets me in my headspace is in the right space. And so I need that as well. So I usually ask if you're a coffee or a tea lover and you had mentioned that you love your detox tea and I'm dying to know what that is. Is it a brand that you love? So I love, um, I love Arbonne's herbal detox tea because it helps support the liver and kidneys and I do. I was telling someone this weekend, I do drink coffee, but only socially. <laughs> so oh, if I'm okay. a friend, I mean, I love the taste of it and I love, you know, it, but I'm not making it for myself on a regular basis. I just, a few years ago, just learned about the benefits of a detox tea and started doing that and was trying to reduce acidity in my, you know, inside of my body to mm. help 
you know, to keep the disease and cancers and things like that from growing. And so that was just one area I thought, okay, that's an easy swap. And then I just love it. In fact, I really love it at nighttime. For me, it's like eight to nine o'clock PM when, you know, typically if you go back in the kitchen, let's be honest, nothing healthy is going in your mouth. So the kitchen is closed at seven uh, ish. And then I'll usually grab a cup of that detox tea between eight and nine o'clock. So it kind of keeps me out of the kitchen, helps me unwind, helps filter my kidneys and my livers from the day, just helps support them. And then I, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, then I end the day well without feeling guilty because I ate that whole tub of ice cream or whatever. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. A hundred percent. I'm the same when I'm really focusing on my health, like completely, that's exactly what I do. Because like you just said, grabbing something in the kitchen, it never goes the way you want it to. So the tea, that's what I tell my clients as well. When they're struggling at night, I say, grab a good tea and just, it will warm you up. It will take your cravings away. And you have to just do that over and over until it becomes a habit. And then you stay away from the pantry. So that's that's a really good good tip right there. I love it. So if you haven't tried tea, you guys, at night, and make sure it's non-caffeine, unless you can handle it. I I, ha- I cannot drink caffeine after three o'clock. So I have to have a nice calming, even a dandelion tea. It's very good. So and then my next key then is make sure you get to bed because I think too many people, you know, we're, we're up just, and usually at night, that light at night, we're not doing anything that's necessary. It's binging mm-hmm. Netflix or something like that. Right. And so of course your body is going to be hungry again when it's been four or five, six hours from dinner. So mm-hmm. I have that tea. I kind of finish my unwind time with my family, do the self-care and then just go to bed because your body needs that too. Right. I so love it. That's another yes. helps with the cravings. Just go to bed. Yes. You just go to bed. It. Yes. Brush your teeth and go to bed. (laughs) I love it. I love it. All right. Well, let's dive into your story and what you're doing right now in your life, because I love everything that you talk about. I love your new podcast. Um, But I want to know a little bit about you. You know, tell us a little bit about your background or how you grew up and what led you to where you are today. Yeah. Yeah. So I grew up in a family of educators. And so I followed in the footsteps of, of them thinking that was the perfect mom job, right? Because you're on the same schedule as your kids. You're in the same you know community. If you're in the same school, you know, and who wants just a couple of random vacation days throughout the year? Like I love the idea of summers off and a couple of weeks here and there, you know, so that was where I decided that I was going to go when I went into college. And so I did that. And I loved that. I love being in the classroom. I love just working with students. I specifically worked with gifted students. And so I was always challenging them to think at that higher level and not just fill in blanks, right? And, and, uh, and answer um, easy questions and things like that. So I love that. I love collaborating with other teachers. I love the community of being in the schools, but I also in the back of my mind knew that mom thing was there, right? So while I thought this was the perfect job, I knew that I wanted to be present with my kids. And when number one came around, you know, I didn't want to hand them off to somebody else so that I could go you know, and work with somebody else's kids. And so I was able to drop to part-time for the first two, which was a great gift. My husband had enough flexibility in his day. So we didn't need to use, you know, childcare that often. And it just gave me, you know, a little bit of both worlds. I felt like, right. Still being in the classroom, but then also still being with my kids. But when number three came around, first of all, you know, (laughs) now we're outnumbered my husband and I, right. So life changes, but then also, you know, our life circumstance had changed as well. And so it just became very clear 
that I was just going to need to stay home, which was such a gift. I loved that. We were able to travel a little bit with my husband for what he was doing at the time. You know, it just gave a lot of flexibility. Got to be there for those milestones, got to volunteer in their classrooms, got to, Mm -hmm. you know, go do things during the days and weeks when other people sometimes are stuck, you know, in a cubicle or or working for somebody else. And so, um, I just, I just lost my train of thought. Okay. So, oh, so yeah. So just be, being with them. But the problem was, was that I felt that I was fading, you know, during that time, while I loved my time with my kids, that part of me that was always trying to grow, that was that climb that you talk about, that was reaching for those next things. And that was challenging herself. And, you know, and really my world was inside my, you know, the four walls of my house. And so I got real focused on that, which is a good thing, but I needed some of that outside things. And so I was really struggling, you know, in that way, wasn't sure what was going to, what, you know, what I was going to do. And I, and during that time in my thirties, I had a cancer scare, you know, I know you're a cancer survivor. So, you know, for me, it didn't end up being, it was thyroid. Um, they thought that it was from all the initial tests, they went in and did surgery to remove it and then found out through the final testing, it was not. Um, but that was my wake up call. That was my, are you really as healthy as you think you are? Cause I would have told you, yes, you know, like I grew up in a family where we didn't eat out a lot and you know, my mom home cooked, you know, we had a hot breakfast together every morning before school at who knows, you know, oh, dark hundred so that we could all eat together before we had to leave. And we'd always have dinner together. And, you know, like, so I didn't think that I was unhealthy, but as any good educator, I dove into educating myself. Okay. So what does healthy really look like? You know, and to be honest, I'm sure you and I'm sure your listeners have probably felt this. There's a lot of information out there. You know, back when I was first started learning, there wasn't as much online resources as there are now. So I think it's almost even harder now because you hear, eat this, don't eat this. And the, the next person that says the exact opposite, right? Do this and don't do this, you know, and it's just, it can be very confusing and overwhelming. And so for me, it wasn't a weight issue. It was a, I want to av- avoid a diagnosis because I started looking around and seeing there are a lot of women out there, people that I knew, people that I didn't know, but I was, you know, in connection with who had a diagnosis, whether it was cancer or whether it was something else, you know, and, and I just, I'd wanted to avoid that. But so I tried all the things, <laughs> you know, I would do this diet and that diet and read this book and oh, I'm doing this. And my family would just kind of almost mockingly say, so what are you eating this week? You know, because it changed so much and just everything either took a lot of time or cost a lot of money or just was a ton of energy spent towards it. And I was like, this is not living, you know, like I want to be healthy, but what does this look like? And so all that was, was swirling, you know, in my, in my head and mind. And then I turned 40, you know, you have that milestone moment where you wake up and you're just like, it may be a birthday it may be an anniversary. It may just be a life event. You know, I don't know. It could be, or just a random thing that you just wake up and go, wow, how did I get here? Maybe who am I? Where am I going? You know, and so that really hit me that year I turned 40 of just, okay, what, what do I want this next season, this next chapter of life to look like, you know? And so I knew I had some priorities. I wanted, you know, to be intentional about my wellness because as I looked around, a lot of women started struggling with their weight and started struggling, you know, and, and having more doctor's appointments and medications and things like that. And I thought, gosh, if I can be preventative and avoid that, you know, that sounds like a better plan to me because without a plan, I, I always say time and gravity take over and nobody likes what they do. Right. Um, I was also, we were at that time, our kids were getting closer to college. And so it was kind of that whole conversation around me going back into the classroom now that they were older. Right. But I felt like, huh, I mean, I felt, you know, not that I know, I know what my husband meant when he said, I think it's time for you to go back in the classroom, but just like a piece of me was just like, ah, oh, 
like that's get me giving control over somebody else of like my time, my priorities, my values, you know, and just giving the leftovers to my family. And that just wasn't exciting to me. Right. And then I just was kind of just stirring, like, okay, what are these things that God has put on my heart? What are these gifts he's given me? How can I better use these to help other people? And so I like to say, I wasn't looking for a health and wellness business, but you know, you know how God works and you know, just, it was the perfect storm. And so I just, you know, fell into that through a good friend of mine and, you know, started not only making healthier choices in my life and then started teaching others around me how to do that. But it was interesting because along the way it became about more than just eat this, don't eat this. It became about the why, right. That was connected to that. And so, and so just over the past couple of years, those conversations have deepened into, it's not just lose 20 pounds, but what would that do for you? Right. Well, now I can be with my grandkids and, you know, take them to Disney and not be winded, or, you know, now I can have the confidence to be on camera or to do this thing that I've been wanting to do because I'm feeling good about myself or, you know, those types of things. And so, you know, so as I, this whole repurposed after 40 thing kind of came together as I really was thinking about how as women, I think we hit this time where we're just kind of reevaluating where we're at. And sometimes we love what we're doing, but we're not quite sure we want to do that for the next chapter. Mm -hmm. Uh, And sometimes we don't love what we're doing. And so how can we repurpose our skills, our interests, our passions, those gifts God's given us to do something that is going to be fulfilling and that is going to be impactful. And that is really going to bring us joy, right. And, um, Mm, and help us to really love life in this next stage. You, you have just said so many nuggets. (laughs) There's so many (laughs) things that you said, no, that's okay. I mean, I wrote down some notes here because you touched upon so many things that I do want to talk about quickly. Like if we can jump into a few of them, because one of the ones that popped out is prioritizing your life. And another one is how you reflected. I don't think many people stop and reflect. Well, where was I? And where do I want to go? They're just too busy being busy in everyday monotony in the same things. And they don't take the time to really stop yet they're miserable or they're stagnant or they're unfulfilled, but yet, and they don't know how to take that step. And I love that you said reflecting on your life. Well, it doesn't have to be a birthday. It can be just I just turned 35. I just turned 42. Okay, where am I going right now? So I love how you're so passionate about that and that you did that and you reflected on your life. But what? how do you guide others to do that? And what are their steps they can take? So let's start with the reflection part. Yes, yeah. No, I think you're, you're so right that oftentimes, and I'm a doer. You know, so I'm that personality that just is always busy, is always doing. And so I think it's very easy to just be, you know, into into those routines and not really be mindful about where we are and where we're going. So, um, so, you know, it it can happen in in a couple of different ways. But when I work with women, you know, we, we take time aside, you know, to, to stop and say, okay, where, you know, where, where, usually actually I have them start with, where would you like to be? So ideally, right? If your wellness is where you want it to be, or if your time is where you want it to be, or if, you know, you and and this passion that you have is where you want it to be, what would that look like? So I like to start with that first, right? Of let's get, let's get that vision. Let, you know, and it's amazing how you see the light come into that woman's eyes, right? Because she's Mm -hmm. stopping to think about that. We always focus on where I'm not. 
And then I think that can be very defeating and self-sabotaging. But so we start with that. What would that look like? Like, let's paint that picture five, 10 years from now. What would you love these things to look like? And get specific, right? So she's really envisioning that, okay? Then we step back and we go, okay, so where are you now? right? Because I think we do need to know where we are. It's like, you know, a lot of us are traveling right now. So say you've got this great vacation that you want to go on. You're, you know, you're looking at pictures, you're, you're planning the excursions, you, you know, you've got a picture in your head of where you're going. You're not just focusing on, you know, where you live right now, but when it's time to go on that trip, you got to know where you are because that's where you're starting from to know how to get from there to your destination, right? If you just hop in the car and start driving, we know any road will take you nowhere and you will not end up where you want to be. So once we talked about where you want to be, then we step back and say, okay, so where are these things right now? And not in a like, you know, judging way, but just in a, let's put the facts out there, right? Like, let's just, you know, just, just say it as it is. We're not making a judgment. We're not feeling guilty. We're not making stories or anything like that. Okay. And now that we can see there's probably a gap, right? From where you are to where you want to be. So now let's, 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 uh, let's create a plan to start taking small steps in that direction. You know, and I'm, I'm sure you are like this too. I I just want to be there now, right? Like we took this road trip yesterday. When are we going to get there? Like, I just want to be there, but that's not how life is. And that's not how these things are in our life are either. So it's usually one step after the next, right? Exactly. Exactly. And I think Again, you said prioritizing is a key word that I picked up on. And I think that word is forgotten by many people as well because they don't prioritize. Because I because I hear that in a lot of my clients that I work with, whether we're working on, you know, their mental health and trying to stay on the climb of their body health, physical health, it's prioritizing what is important right now. Like right now, forget about the past. Yesterday's gone. And I think stopping and reflecting and then prioritizing, that's how we can make gains. That's how we can take that next step and move, keep moving that needle. But I think it's hard for people to do that because again, they're so busy and they're not living in the moment. They're not prioritizing their life, like you say. And you also talk about creating personal freedom. And so I want to jump into that for a minute. What does that even mean to for someone to create personal freedom and prioritizing their life together? Yeah, that's a great question. Priorities are things that happen first, right? And so I think so often we say, oh, there's no time left for me. There's no money left for me. There's no energy left for me. And so it gets put at the at bottom of the list and we all know what happens. You know, time is a vacuum. It fills itself up. You know, we find other things to spend money on. And so it never happens. And so I like to talk with women about it's not selfish for you to prioritize taking care of you because when you do that, everyone else is going to get a better you. You're going to be able to do all these other things and care for all these people, right? In such a better way, if you are well and you are you are full and you have things to come out of, right? And so that personal freedom really comes from getting clear on what what is it that is really important to me? What are my priorities and my values? You know, and what are those things I want? Those pillars that I want to build my life around, right? And instead of just unconsciously going from one day to the next and not really thinking and being intentional, now starting to create a life that is built around those pillars, right? And so where it's not somebody else dictating, this is what's your, these are what your priorities need to be. And this is what you have to do. And you know, all of that, because when we feel like we're trapped, right? And sometimes we do that in our own head, <laughs> we get trapped by, 
our, you know, our past or what we think we can't do moving forward. So, so that personal freedom is really just, you know, is, is knowing what those things are that are important and then creating a life and, and around those things. And, and it's one thing at a time. It's not just, you know, you wake up tomorrow and, and here it is. It's, I, I truly believe it's one healthy choice, one better choice after another, right? I Otherwise we get overwhelmed that. and what do we do? Yeah. Right. We shut down, do nothing. Exactly. And we shut down again, do nothing. And I love you use the word pillars and I use the word non setting up your non-negotiables. So right mm -hmm. now, you guys, everyone listening, if you don't have anything set in place, set yourself up with three of your top pillars. I mean, think about that. It is not selfish for you to take care of yourself. Yes, we're moms, we're wives, we're running the home, we're employees, we're entrepreneurs. We have a lot of things that we're doing, but you said it perfectly, Lissa, that taking care of yourself, your self-care, whatever that looks like for you, it doesn't have to be a three-hour spa day, but it can be a 10-minute in your quiet room to regroup mm -hmm. and get your minds in a better mind space. And that's it. That's what we're talking about. You don't have, you know, we're not doing things perfectly, but we've learned along the years just from the, the people that have mentored us, the coaches we've had, the people that we're trying to emulate that have lived lives and be where we want to be, we're learning to do the same things. And taking that time is so important. I've realized that over 40. I mean, life is so different now than it was in my 30s. And I never took time for myself. I, I guess I just kind of ran that race every single day. And now that I take that time, it is a life changing, it's game changing. And I think it's just so important in setting up your top three pillars or things that are just non-negotiable for you is a very big step to take if you've never done that before. So I love all that. I love it. But Lissa, let me ask you this, because there are moments where it's hard to stay motivated and it's hard to stay on the climb because we're getting tired or like you said, frustrated. So how do you personally get yourself to be motivated again or re-motivate yourself? What can you tell our listeners right now? A couple steps or a few key tips that they can do if they're feeling just really stuck or they don't know the next step. Sure. Well, one of the things I love to remind myself and the women that I work with is you don't have to be motivated to, do, to take the next step. Sometimes I think we have to have this emotion, this feeling, and you think of the Olympic athletes, you know, they get up and day in and day out, they are doing the do. And I'm sure not every single day do they feel like going out there and, you know, pushing their body to the limits, but because they know that goal that they're working towards, they do, you know, they, they still do it, whether they feel motivated or not, you know, and there are days when, yes, you feel motivated. And I find motivation comes from momentum. You know, when you start making those choices towards whatever that priority is, then you're going to start feeling more like, oh, this feels really good. Wow. I can feel the difference. I see this, you know? So, so number one, don't feel like you have to feel motivated to do something. Number two, have very simple routines in place, you know? So maybe it's, 
you know, depending on what, what your, what your struggle is, maybe it's, you know, you, you typically skip breakfast and that's just not a great thing for your body or you grab, you know, a bunch of carbs and caffeine. So, you know, mix up a protein shake the night before and stick it in the fridge. And if you're a coffee girl, then stick it next to your creamer. Cause you know, you're going to see it, you know, in the morning. And so that's just an easy thing. You wake up in the morning. You don't even have to think about it because that decision was already made when you weren't feeling the emotions in the now, you know, or putting your, 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 your workout, you know, clothes out at night before you go to bed or putting your, you know, your gym shoes right by, you know, the door to the bathroom. So after you visit that first, then it's just, you know, you see it and okay, this is the next thing. So I like kind of having some of those, you can take the emotion out of the decision and not say, oh, I just don't feel like it right now, you know, decide ahead of time. So that way you're not going to have that stuck there and, you know, and, and give yourself grace it's okay if you miss, you know, a day or you miss a couple of days. I mean, we, like you said, Kelly, we all are on this journey and life happens and, you know, people need us and we just, you know, who knows all these things come in and that's okay. At any point you can say, what's the next best choice I can make. What's the next healthy choice or the next body loving choice I can make. It doesn't matter if it's been, you know, a few hours, a few weeks, a few months, what can I do right now? Right. And then what's the next one I can make and then just build from there. Oh my gosh. I love it. We really are on the same page. It's so amazing (laughs) to have this conversation. It's like I'm speaking (laughs) because you're just saying so many things that I've learned and I teach my own clients. And it really is all about just doing things on repeat that are healthy, that you know are healthy. Because sometimes, like you said, when we're in that moment, we don't feel like we don't want to make a salad. But if it's prepared ahead of time in the fridge, You can just grab it and eat the salad because you know it's going to feed your body so unbelievably. You're going to feel good. But like, I love that you said, just take, you know, sometimes in the moment, you you don't want to make a decision. So I I always say, be prepared. Preparation is the key to success in anything we do. So the more prepared you are for the next day or the next hour, it just makes life a little bit easier to just take that step. Right. So thank you for for sharing all that. I mean, you just said so many things. I hope you guys all even go back and listen to this episode again. There's so many great things that you said, and I just love hearing it too on repeat. It just reminds me of what I have to do so I can keep climbing. So I love it, Lissa. Thank you so much. And thank you so much for just being here today. I want to, in closing, I have one more question for you before we end. And I always ask my, my guests, what are you climbing towards next? Whether it's in your life or in your business? Share. Oh, that's such a great question. Yes. I love that. I love having something you're working towards. So I just, I'm finishing up the, a chapter for a book. Uh, this is the first opportunity that I've had to be able to contribute to something like that. So that's, that's pretty exciting and working through the final details of that and in really just that next thing is, is growing, is growing my influence through my podcast. You know, that was a total step out into the unknown and it's been such a great adventure. And I have met so many amazing people. That's how we met. I, I ran across yours and said, I want to know how you're doing this and tell me more. And, you know, just got addicted to your podcast and, you know, just wanting to just continue to see how we can grow not only the audience, but the impact, right? Because we all know that has a ripple effect when one person's life has changed that has a ripple effect into every, you know, life that they touch as well. Oh, I love it. Making an impact. Exactly. It's why we do what we do. 
So where, if somebody wants to reach out to you, where do you, where do you want them to go? Sure. Well, you can find me anywhere on social at Lissa Figgins. And then my website is lissafiggins.com. And there's some great resources on there. Uh, I have some, uh, some, some things that you can grab on there as well. One of them is my healthy day guide, which are three keys to a healthy day, right? So when we talk about what are some of those keys that should be a part of a day, our day, and it's not just about our body. It's also about our mind as well and about how, our, how we're using our time. So you can um, download that right on my uh, website, lissafiggins.com. Perfect. Thank you again. And thank you all so much for tuning in today and just continuing to stay on the climb no matter where you are. Never compare yourself with others. You're on your own journey right now. But I want you to know, as life is a journey, you are never alone. Know that we're all in it together. That's why I created this podcast in my community of women over on Facebook inside my Faith Fuel and Fitness group. So you're never alone. We're all a work in progress. Never forget that because tough times don't last, but tough people do. So just continue, you guys, to just keep working towards your goals, your dreams, and have yourself a fantastic week ahead. And please don't forget to subscribe to the show if you haven't done that yet. And leave me a review, especially if you love this episode. Well, thank you again, Lissa, for being here. I'm so excited to watch you and your business and see what you do next. And I appreciate you all more than you know. So until next week, guys, just keep on climbing. If you love this episode, make sure you guys tag me. And because I appreciate you all so much, I am offering you 10% off my course, Addicted to the Climb. You can find that on my website, kellytyan.com. Make sure to spell it K-E-L-L-E-Y-T-Y-A-N. Until the next time, keep on climbing.